Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com live at that second and it would have been really funny hey guys how the hell have you been it's real men talk shit we got josh texting and being rude as fuck and we got rakeda mm-hmm. law this time bro <laughs> this is publicity guys for everybody that's wondering i'm gonna be looking at my phone for a minute i'm hyped that we've got nick here i'm making sure that i tweet about it post in the discord i'm trying to spread we gotta the word. post everywhere and say you know what we're good at our job and say that yes. we actually have people I'm just fucking with you because it's fun, fun to rib you. <laughs> oh, How the hell have all of you guys been? Been doing great, man. I'm very excited about this episode. This has been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, this is uh, Mr. Mr. Nick Rakeda Law. Uh, is it okay if I call you Nick? Would you prefer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, Nick he is has fine. A law channel on YouTube. I'm doing great. Like, I, yeah, bro. Um, I I used to watch you all the time. I used to be super deep into politics when I was a bit younger. Um, I've kind of fallen out of that now, but uh, younger. Yeah, you're great. <laughs> Well, I'm still really young. Before but. you were legal, let's just <laughs> I'm say look, that. I'm like looking. I'm like, yeah, you look real fucking old. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like half all of our age. It's okay. He's a, he's our Gen Zer. He makes sure that we all get posted on TikTok. I'm 29. No, I might as well stuff. be 50. Yeah, for my yeah, age. Dude. The gap in my knowledge of technology, you know, from going away. People say I'm like a grandpa. Came out with the Snapgram, Insta Chat, and confusion and. <laughs> uh, yeah. i will say that it is an honor man I, every single youtube video that i have like i mentioned right before we went live i think almost every youtube video says dude you need to talk to rakeda law and initially of course i'm just like what is that and, and i've been told and i would of course would ask preferably for your description but they basically said that you break down legal cases and things you know uh you are an attorney if i'm not mistaken right you're a, you- yeah uh i'm i'm a small town lawyer uh a small town lawyer who ended up on the youtube griff train which is great uh, by <laughs> by finding a finding a case that I knew something about the parties, and I, I just started drinking and and reading the uh, reading the case and letting people know like just translating right yeah uh, what was in there and and that that was the start of it it was a complete accident but it's been a happy accident excellent uh, so now I have migrated kind of into covering uh, the live trials is something that that's pretty popular, but really like every night, every weeknight at 11 central, I do a, a YouTube show uh, that is 
I mean, we talk about the law sometimes. Um, sometimes we get into politics. Most of the time, it's just me drinking, telling jokes, and you know, I find funny stories and and talk about them. That's that's it. Just spreading positivity and translating legalese into the layman's terms, huh? Yeah, well, that and laughing at uh, overweight people falling off of things <laughs> or whatever. Like, people pooping on beds, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Taking shit that, on their husband's bed. From time to time. From time to time. And hopefully well, reminding people that there are places out there where they can just get some normal, like, conversation uh, and not worry so so much about well man if I if I laugh at this joke or if I snicker at this mm -hmm. or that uh, my whole life's over because I'm gonna get canceled. Right? Well, that's, that's yeah. what I wanted to be the title of the show. That's why it's so tongue in cheek. Real men talk shit. Like if you don't mm -hmm. understand and you aren't able to genuinely just have a conversation and fuck around with people and and talk about regardless of whether it's bullshit or extreme hyper realistic in depth shit then you're not able to have a conversation. You're not a real man. You're afraid of having that conversation. I agree. And, yeah. Uh, and it's funny that you said the thing about the getting canceled. Right before we went live, I was clarifying uh, exactly how to pronounce his last name. And as is a <laughs> habit of mine, I'm a guy that is really interested in world cultures. I always have been. I try to I try to nail last names sometimes. Like I know certain names, you know, I can say, oh, that's Polish origin and stuff like that. Mine's French, a bastard Creole French. Um, <laughs> but funny that you say that because one time, me being a guy that likes other cultures, I asked an Asian person, uh, I don't know what ethnicity they were, what ethnicity they were out of curiosity, and I was accused of being racist. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that I wasn't live on the internet at that time. I was legitimately, <laughs> honestly curious. Was this it, like yeah. an in-person uh, interaction? Yes, yes, this was in person, yes. Whenever oh, I was in wow. high school, his family uh, owned a gas station, and nobody really talked to this kid, and I was trying to be nice mm -hmm. to him. You know, and I was like, hey, where are you from? You know, And he was like, here? And I was like, like, I mean, I'm fucking, I, I know you're American, dude, but like, what ethnicity are you, man? Where, where'd your, did you, you know, are you first generation immigrant or your parents come here? And he was just like, what are you asking me that for, man? Are you racist? What are you trying to find out for? You racist piece of shit? <laughs> I'm trying to have a conversation yeah, with you. Yeah, I was you. literally probably, just trying to have a conversation. This I'm is like, probably why people don't talk to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I found out pretty quick. I mean, he's a, he's a loner for a fucking reason, I guess, because I was just like, dude, you just called me a racist for asking where you're from. What, what can I possibly do? Like, am I not allowed to acknowledge the fact that people are from different places? I guess I don't know what exactly I did wrong, but thank you for not getting offended that I asked where your last name, you know, originates. You know, it there's, is, there's, uh, there's extremely. That, oh, go ahead. Sorry, uh, you're good. I was just gonna make a stupid joke. There's people that shit in their boyfriend's beds, and then there's also people that shit on everybody else. And you <laughs> don't want to be somebody who shits on somebody. That that's all you got to do is just metaphorically or literally. not take not take offense, man. Shit fucking happens. Yeah, I'm, I was gonna say the for it, it is almost impossible to offend me. Like it it takes a lot uh for a person to offend me. I can get offended at a concept, I can get offended mm -hmm. by like some some horrific act that someone does, right? Like it can strike to your core or whatever, but like just word like words, man. It's it's words. Uh it's yeah. it's really it's really challenging. And you know, people say some vile shit, but it's like mm -hmm. so if you don't give who, it power, who, who gives a fuck? Exactly. exactly. Honesty. That's a good way of putting it. If you Zach. don't give it power, then obviously none of the words mean anything until you genuinely take offense to them. And that's exactly Absolutely. what the hell. And then is. you're giving it power, yes. I see what you're saying. I, I normally don't interact with chat, but I, I want to make a joke. Um, somebody said, try not to shart your pants on live stream is always wise. <laughs> Actually, that will happen when I reach partner. I will shit in this chair, exactly. throw the chair away and buy a new one. But I will shit on live stream 
whenever you guys decide to push me to partner. So and, what you're saying is you're going to get the check mark and then you're immediately going to get it taken away. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, just troll the entire day. Speed run, exactly partner right. removal. Yeah. Are you saying if you uh, if you 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 would shit all over yourself and make money like you'll make tons of money just shitting all over yourself? Exactly. Yeah. If you can't take if you can't take humor on yourself, then why would you actually make jokes about other people? And that's the exact point. If you can't literally shit yourself, then how can you make fun of anybody else? Yeah. yeah I, I agree. Exactly. That's man. Yeah, the, I, I can't stand people that like to dish it out but can't take it. I, I love roughing with people. I absolutely love clowning people. Being a sarcastic dickhead is part of my personality and is 100% false. That is not who I am as a real person at my core. It's my sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I guess people, I guess people get that mixed up, man. I, I just, I'm a yeah. tough guy to offend. But the thing is that when I clown on people, I expect to be clowned on. Like when we went live and Zach was like, yeah, Josh is being rude. Text on his phone. That was funny. Cause we, I just <laughs> yeah. got done saying everybody's going to think I'm rude. You know, like he's roasting me a little oh, bit. Yeah. And that's probably a little different than what we're talking about, but. It's a solidarity it between though. people. Like, it, it, where, but where it, it different. Uh, sorry, yeah. It, yeah, I guess you're it, right. It, it's it, not smaller scale, perhaps you know, or less, uh, less possibility of offense. You know, the these scale, small scale jokes. The scale of the joke is directly proportional to how much offense the idiot who's receiving it takes from it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like you can say the most innocuous thing. Uh, or the most lighthearted joke. And it can be the trigger point that blows everything out of the water. Uh, the, 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 the shitting on thing was a reference. I won't get too deep into the specifics because now is not really the place, but uh, you know, I, I chuckled at a guy uh, who was, who I was friendly with. And I mean, it, I chuckled at a moment from a live stream and that, ended up being mm -hmm. that was it like this guy's been yeah. on a fucking tear ever since it's like dude i chuckled like mildly yeah. uh at you farting that's it that's all <laughs> i did you farted because it was funny that yeah. you farted uh, on a live stream simple as that in, in all honestly like do you do you think that the way people react is a cause of them actually being generally uh, genuinely upset or do you think it's a reason to look to like if you already don't like somebody you look for a reason to hate them yeah yeah i think i think that that is part of it it's for a lot of people it's a way it's the bridge right it's a bridge mm -hmm. to where they want to be confirmation uh, bias almost yeah that like they're looking or waiting for some sort of excuse like oh finally now I've got something. Now I have permission to go there. I don't know why. Yeah. Like if you're mad at someone, just, I guess, be mad at someone. Or you could try not being a bitch and just not being that mad. Like, don't be mad at people in general uh, unless they yeah. do something like to personally harm you. But other than that, like, dude, I've been uh, I've been doing the YouTube thing now for <laughs> uh, four and a half years. And the whole time I'm just consistently marveling at how like how these interactions and fights go online. <laughs> yeah. like, no, exactly. Like, like my friend Cowboy, he he's all of our friend. He's one mm -hmm. of the patrons. He he comes and hangs out with us every other week. And uh we sit he came in and called me today and he's like, Man, I started doing a podcast and I just need your I need your advice. He he told me this big long story about how he was afraid to say something incorrectly. I said, man you're either going to censor yourself for the rest of the time that it matters to you. Yeah. Or you're not going to censor yourself and it will never fucking matter. 
because if yeah, you censor yourself choice. from the beginning, mm-hmm. you you always will have to censor yourself to that level, or they will always see when you don't censor yourself as fake. Yeah, you're if setting you your expectations. Yourself, if you don't censor yourself, then obviously every single person that's watching you in that room, regardless if it's one person or hundreds of people, they will at least know you're genuine. It doesn't matter if your take is wrong no, and you have to repeal it at some point. The fact is that's genuinely how you feel. And that's the most important fucking part of it. Absolutely. I was I was saying that just the other day because uh, so I I run a YouTube show. Uh, we have, we have a chat. Like I said, the nighttime show is, is where I live. That's, that's my, that's where I've been for, uh, quite a while now. That's where my core audience is. That's who comes back to me every night. And, uh, and, and that's the like raunchy show. Cause it's at night and it's, it's kind of hats yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> but then during the daytime, like with the Johnny Depp thing with Kyle Rittenhouse, I try and cover live trials. And, uh, so I had someone on the other night or the other, uh, someone who was new to the channel. And, um, I had, uh, another attorney on who happens to be Jewish. And then, uh, people were, people were kind of ribbing him in the chat. And these are people who know him, right? Like mm-hmm. who know him, who yeah. for, he's been on my show several times. And one guy's like, are you going to address the anti-Semitism in the chat? And it's like, well, no, like yeah. <laughs> if people are, People are gonna say what they're gonna say, and then they uh, was it they had said Viva Fry by any chance. No, this was no. this was Good Logic, uh, okay. Joe Nearman, um, who was on, and 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 uh, they were like, "Well, I know it's free speech and all, but and so first of all, you you're now you're yeah, losing." Yeah, but. Nope. <laughs> and yeah, and but. it was uh it was like, but look at these look at these specific anti-Semitic comments. It's like, okay, well, but if I address those and I Power. I decide those are bad. Now I have to, now I'm not going to be addressing the next offensive thing. Mm-hmm. And the next one, you, you, if you police one thing, you have to police everything. And Pandora's you box. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's Pandora's box. Once you start, then you have a, a standard that you are expected to be held to. And the second that you then crumble from that standard, you will be canceled. You will be worthless. You will be false. Just like Zach said, they're going to say you're fake, et cetera, et cetera. And y'all know how I am. I, um, I try very hard in this, in this podcast to be very balanced. You know, I, I think that that works out well. I think that Zach likes to come in with like a fiery, you know, strong stance on it to open discussions and stuff like that, you know. And um, so people would probably consider me to be very, I don't want to say censored. I'm hesitant. Is that the word? I, I think I, it's more I, or less because of what's happened to you in the past with your with your case and stuff like that. That's part it makes of it, you sure. very, very tentative about willing to say the joke or the thing that you're feeling to say. Yeah. Like it's, when we were talking, what was it? Not last week, the week before about how, Females push fucking fake accusations all of the time. And it's becoming a bigger and bigger and bigger problem, which is what we're seeing in the Amber Heard case, which is why so many women are speaking out about other problems that are going on in the country right now. You see everything kind of swaying this way where it's slowly, it's slowly flipping. It's slowly flipping from feminism to male um, men's rights and stuff like that. And you see a lot of the problems coming to the forefront of, Hey, Every single person that's willing to say something, when they're censored by what you specifically feel, everybody will rebel at some point because they will be censored as well. It doesn't matter your opinion. It doesn't matter what side you're on. At some point, you will be the bad guy. And if you mm-hmm. are the bad guy, and if you are the bad guy at that point, you're never not going to be the bad guy after you accept being the bad guy. So you might as well just be uh, Howard Stern from the beginning. 
and and just say what the fuck you feel because at some point you're always going to be the bad guy somebody will always disagree with you you can't toe the line perfectly because you're not saying what you feel for your value and your moral and it's not even like necessarily like having to be as extreme as like howard stern or whatever but you know just be be the way you are and then you you, you're not going to set false standards that people are going to rebel against then yeah and what, what I was saying about and me specifically, you know, is that honestly, a lot of my real true opinions or thoughts, I don't really have necessarily a firm stance where I stick my flag in the ground and stand up for it and say this, because I'm, I'm very, very, I try to be very philosophical, if that makes sense. And I try to see yeah, all sides. Absolutely. Of I try. I think I also would like to say, I think all humans think that about themselves or they try mm-hmm. to. Most mm-hmm. people think I try to see both sides where they really are or not. So it very well could be wrong yeah. and distorted. But honestly, there's a lot of times, for example. I don't go into politics. Y'all know that. I dodge that shit like the plague. Okay. <laughs> the political party that I do typically affiliate myself with, I piss a lot of people off. Does yeah. that make sense? You know what I mean? Like that they, they're like, no, you can't feel like that. You're because I'm I like to consider myself a pretty moderate dude. So I got stuff that'll mm-hmm. happy and piss off both sides of the party. Oh, yeah. So oh, I don't really, exactly. you know, get a lot of opinions in that are firm and definitive because I'm just, I guess, I guess a little too moderate, I suppose. I'm just always trying to see the middle ground. And uh, I, I so think- I'm not necessarily ever trying to censor myself. It took a little bit of balls on my part, Zach. Uh, I didn't really want to say that thing I said about the sexual harassment and how some women lie about it because there are oh. women that truly are sexually harassed oh, yeah. that need help. Of and we're not you know? denying that in any sense. We're, exactly. We're but, that. but we were just the fact that there I'm, needs I'll to be take a the hard position. I'll take a rough spot. <laughs> yep. Sexual harassment has never once all occurred fake. in the history of it's humanity. Fa- it, it's all fake. <laughs> but Genghis but Khan never sexually harassed a soul. He was a saint. <laughs> like a third no, of people on Earth. We're not all DNA. related, man. Come on. We're they all cousins all and it. cousins and uncles. We're all Genghis Khan you know. cousins and descendants. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like not, in the grand anymore, scheme yeah. of things, in that specific circumstance, we see in Johnny Depp and Amber Heard why there's an entire court case is because she came out with a lie that stuck. Yes. When, exactly. when, you, when you hold somebody accountable like that, in a situation that's not necessarily the truth, this is what happens. And men are finally coming and standing up and finally able to say something. And you see both of the parties. You see the entire center. You see the extremists on one side going way, way the fuck over there. Exactly. And the other side going way the fuck over there. And everybody in the center is sitting there bashing each other's heads in because we disagree over a week amount or a year amount or monthly amounts. And it's like understanding where everybody comes together is more important than when we're a little different. Yeah. Absolutely, man. yeah. But people focus on the differences way more than where people join because it's something that they can argue about. And honestly, people frankly value negative things way more than positive things. So what's yeah. well, the, the Johnny Depp case is really interesting in that respect because uh, this, this like, men versus women accusations sexual harassment whatever divide for some reason is categorized as left versus right but it isn't a left versus right issue at all it's like those are convenient shortcuts to try and get there but i mean if you look at johnny depp and amber heard uh these are these are not right-leaning people like not no, in the very slightest meaning people. <laughs> yeah. Deep, yeah. We're deep in Hollywood land. We're in the, we're in the liberal epicenter of America. And so it's like, this clearly is not a right versus left issue. But at the same yeah. time, when she's getting the ACLU to help her draft her op-ed, they're like, we want to tie this in with Trump. We want to tie this in with his harassment of women. It's like, wait, but like Johnny Depp is clearly, with it. 
<laughs> yeah, he's clearly not a Trump guy. Like he had made an offhanded comment about uh, about the le- you know the last time uh, an actor had assassinated a president, for example. <laughs> like, and and he he got a lot of heat for that. But you know, in in their circle, it wasn't that big of a deal. This right. is not a left versus right issue. This is an issue of right now we've got people exploiting power and that's all through history. People have exploited power, but for, for whatever reason, we're in an era where words are given the most power uh, of anything. I mean, you're, you're almost worse off. um, If you, well, shoot. If, if you say the wrong thing, you're almost more reviled than if you shoot somebody like, and that's, that's crazy to think about. Uh, right. that that were there this is very um, true think about how many celebrities in the past year have gotten locked up for murder and stuff and how quickly that is on and off of the news mm-hmm. oh yeah that that one's yeah, gone but, quick yeah but some somebody has a bad tweet and it, yeah, it's running 24 exactly. 7 look at chappelle you know? we've been hearing about that for six months now you know he might if we'd have shot somebody just like nick said if he'd have shot somebody we'd have heard about it would have been like damn chappelle's gone for life and then that'd have been it but nope or it would have been controversy like, and it's clicks and it's in, engagements on Twitter. And, you know, so we fuel it and fire. It. No. It, and you see people like Hassan sit here and portray Amber Heard as like this amazing case of mental health. And that's the only problem. And right. it's like, that's mm-hmm. not the only problem. Yeah. Because we do have freedom of speech. We also need freedom of being able to prove intent and showing that you're not guilty until you're proven guilty. I wish and it let's like let's go back to the way it was. It's not going back and like setting our country back, but the the country goes on this crazy fucking um, roller coaster, and it, it's getting more and more extreme on both sides as it goes. Yeah. So well, Hassan, it's I look and while we're talking about Hassan, I I have a I have a policy. Um, I just want to put so I have to do this every time he comes yeah. up. Hassan is a <laughs> giant heaping pile of garbage. Uh, so there, that's it. That was my whole policy. Just have to make sure and clarify that whenever he pops up. No, like, as, far, as far as politics goes, I, I try and like watch the extremes of both sides so that way yeah. I can kind of see where their opinion. I almost are. feel like Hassan's not an actual political figure at this point. Like he's I don't know mostly I'm assuming Hassan Abi, right? Yeah, he's yeah, like, I don't really know anything about him. He's one of the most pseudo intellectual people I've ever listened to. He says big words to sound intelligent, but doesn't really ever say a damn thing. Oh yeah. I love those people. They're, they're always fun because, um, and, and they can, there's some of them who have gotten very good at doing this online. They'll get into debates or whatever and discussions and they'll, they'll rattle off these like rote concepts at someone to support their side. Mm -hmm. But, uh, when you get someone who knows, you know, the issue at all and they're just like, nope. (laughs) <laughs> and then yeah. it's like wait what do you mean nope it's like well here's here's why nope and it's like oh my god put an economist on with Hassan and let him let him try half of the arguments and and see how it goes it'd be <laughs> it'd be fantastic well he does he does the same thing every everybody on the left does which is just stick a descriptor on every single person if it's not an ist word it's you're a bigot if mm-hmm. it's not racist sexist or or uh fucking uh God damn, I completely lost my train of thought and I'm not even high. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're not an ist, you're just a bigot. And it's like that invalidates every single thing you fucking say. Hassan is the say- biggest grifter on Twitch within poli- within the political field. Like he's a react dandy. He sits on on 
he lives he, he lives about 46% of his life on Twitch. Like la- a couple, like last year he streamed like 46% of the year. And he he sits wow. there and reacts to whatever he wants and then goes and tells his audience what they want to hear so he can get more views and more money. And and then he he goes and and spouts these uh, ideas of taxing the rich while buying million dollar houses and designer clothes to go to uh, concerts that only celebrities go to. Yeah. So is it like, so if that's uh, if, just briefly, if that's Hassan's hypocrisy, is like the hypocritical person on the right the person who like preaches like uh, free market capitalism or whatever but buys like mac and cheese and and wears garbage bags like what <laughs> what's the t- i don't know how that what's the converse of the, what's the bizarro world hassan i'm trying to figure that out There's i want to be grifters on the right as well but <laughs> you would assume that it would be the people that are like so holier than now but have so many skeletons in their closet that you'll mm-hmm. never see oh yeah that's the best I try and stack my closet. I mean, maybe it's something like, I mean, (laughs) this is the farthest that I go with politics. Y'all know, I mean, this is already just a little bit too far for what I typically do personally. (laughs) But um, I will say that, uh, I mean, for example, if if I'm following this correctly, because I don't really know this guy, but if you guys are looking for an example of somebody, uh, fact is that Tucker Carlson said in court his show should not be taken seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he says all this crazy all hyped up shit to make people yep. get mad and they throw their money at him and they're mad and it's white people versus everybody. And he it's said in a court of law, even though everybody ignores it, he's point blank said, my show is bullshit. Everything that I say, no reasonable person should believe it. Is that the same thing we're talking about here? Yeah. Just doing it for yeah. the money? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, de- well, it's definitely... Hyping Tucker up, Carlson is part of a network, so it, it's it's a little bit different. He has to take creative ideals from them and you know, very really get what direction. Whereas Hassan is doing it as a free agent, you know? Mm-hmm. A lot of people give Tucker credit for that, but that he's not the one who invented that defense. Do you know that who that defense is actually Alex, named after? Uh, Alex Jones, right? No, Glenn Beck. It's Ra- it's I, I think he Maddow defense. The Rachel oh. Maddow defense. That's who <laughs> used that defense first, and people often forget that that was uh, that was Rachel Maddow on in I think MSNBC when they got sued. She she basically said the same thing, and and to I be fair, that's to, the standard legal defense. Yeah, Alex right? Jones did yes. it as well during. I would, his, I would assume uh, that in defense. any entertainment industry, that's probably a viable route to argue. I would assume it's hard to prove that you are meant to be taken seriously. You know, it's probably pretty easy to say, "No, come on, nobody should believe this." And yeah, I, and I can assume that happens left, right, center all the time. It's like a yeah. truncated version of the defense that plays really well in the headlines, but the reality, and and again, to to Rachel Maddow's credit, right. to Tucker Carlson's credit. Uh, the the actual legal defense is we are opinion shows. We mm-hmm. are not news shows, and they That's run the on yeah, they run on news networks. But they're very clearly like this is Tucker Carlson tonight. This is not eleven o'clock news. So you're going to get commentary. You're going to get opinion that's going to be thrown in there. And they're going to be adjacent to news stories, but they are going to be actual commentary. Which I mean, gives it's, it it's yeah. legitimacy, just like it does on the other news stations. It's not specific yeah. to Fox or to CNN or whichever you like to watch. It's not specific. Yep. It's the same and thing. I, they're going to try to mix in the news with some facts yep. and opinions. And then it comes across as this was stated this way. And then and it's kind of something that's fading out because like. I, I I don't have cable. I don't watch cable anymore. Most young people either. don't have cable. Nope. You know, um, it, I'm done it's, with 
it's something that now we're getting not these large networks where they can do things like just mix in fact and opinion and where we're having like more YouTube and content create base where usually a video is on one topic and you you know whether it's opinion or factually based. True. Um, So I I think as as things go on, it, it will get better, although I'm sure people will find a way to skirt around it as you know, they always do. So I, I know we kind of skated around it, but this whole Amber Heard thing and Johnny Depp thing to get off of going politics wise for Josh, so that way you can contribute. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, buddy. No worries. I was just mostly lost. I don't really know much about the guy or anything. So I was just sitting here like, okay. I know. That's why I'm oh, cycling yeah. back around. So that way it's We're just trying to get you out. into as much internet beef as possible without <laughs> being aware of it. That's what we're doing. I think my exactly. I think my first episode when I was a guest on this, I think I called out a big content creator on accident. And yeah, Zach you called like, out Teamstar, and I was oh, really? getting him as a guest too. And you, a yeah, and immediately fun. Zach was like, "I'm, I'm, trying to get him I'm on the show. still trying to, you know, get him on the show because I think it would be an interesting conversation. It would be interesting, but Keem, get on here, get on here, you giant pussy, get on here, Keemstar. Come show, come show everybody what's up. No, I'm just kidding. Keemstar's. Uh, I've, I've talked to him a couple of times. He's always been a good dude to me. That's pretty but much still, what I said yeah. on the show. That he's a giant <laughs> pussy. No, I was like, come, come back up. Come defend your shit, bro. Come defend yeah. your shit. Come tell us about it. You so dude, cool. Uh, Look, I, I got personal. It, it's personal for me because I'm a RuneScape player, and he accused a RuneScape player that was an old man of being a pedophile, and it yeah. never stopped. Ooh. And then he apologized, and I went back on the guy. And pretty much ruined this like old man's life. Well, so, Keemstar is uh, one oh, of those shit. people that's always content first. He do, he cares about yeah. the the views more than he does being reliable. And you know, honestly, like ruining probably ruined that guy's life almost. Like, yeah, he went from uh, over a hundred viewers a day down to like twenty because people just ran with it. Because just like we were talking about a minute ago, somebody says something and any kind of a news source, whether that I don't even remember what he called that. What's that called? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Internet EE. What's he called? Drama alert, right? Drama alert. Yeah, yeah drama alert. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember what it was called. Uh, and this wasn't even, it wasn't him. It straight up wasn't him. And he was like, this dude's a pedophile and blah, 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 and all this. And yeah. it did come out that he had been talking to like a 20-year-old girl that was flirting with him that clearly wanted some of his Twitch money. But mm-hmm. she was yeah. of legal age. 
Yeah. <laughs> she was 20. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's not creepy to me. It's That's my weird, personal opinion. It's That's my personal opinion. Like a lot this. of people don't think yeah. that. They think as long as they turned 18, then it's not fucking weird anymore. But okay, whatever. Um, and there the dude is was just level. totally reviled for something he didn't do and was not involved with, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh well that's the that's the danger of a platform, right? Because uh yes. you know, I don't I don't know this specific situation, but it doesn't matter, right? If Keemstar says something salacious about someone, he can post a retraction, he can try and undo it, but you can't the first story goes bigger. You can't yes. yeah, yes. the retraction is never, mm -hmm. never going to be as effective. Has, it has will anybody, never have, have the seen reach. that video where the cop threw the threw the bag back into the guy's car? Yeah, I've seen you guys that. See that? Yeah, there was no. a video of, you know, it's like a, you know, maybe a teenager, you know, a young black dude, and he's filming and all this, and the cop comes around, and he's filming, you know, and the cop clearly throws a bag on the seat, and the dude's like, hey, man, no, no, you planted that, blah, 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 man, and it went super viral, and everybody's like, oh, man, in the long-form video, the cop blatantly says, that was in your friend's pocket. Yeah. plant that. <laughs> yeah. It was in your friend's yeah. pocket. I just pulled that out of his pocket, and it was empty, by the way. There wasn't even drugs in it. He said, that's mm -hmm. an empty baggie that I pulled out of your friend's pocket, clown. I'm not planting anything. <laughs> but yep. look, when I looked at it, the video of the cop throwing the bag had like 15 million views. Oh, the yeah. long form the video of video. them saying, I didn't, I'm not planting that. You're not being charged mm -hmm. with it. That is something I found and I'm not planting it. That's his. That's his right now. Like the whole long form where he very clearly did the proper police etiquette and explained to him, this is not being charged with you. That had like 10,000 views. Oh yeah. And this oh, is something that the, the news does all the time as well. They'll they'll post a story and then it'll blow up and then they'll post a retraction after they get heat for it and it'll get like basically nothing. A, a very low fraction of what the original story got. True. And they keep doing it and they know what they're doing. They it's just they'd rather have the you know, the clicks. Did you guys know that there were a lot more people against me when I got out of prison? Did y'all know that? Because of what mm -hmm. I said? That, that that's the rare occasion man and that was because of publicity that was because yeah, of publicity well, uh, that was the news i was all over the news when i got arrested they added a year to my age which made it sound a lot worse <laughs> look a 19 year old making that threat against the high school that he just dropped out of is a little bit uh, different you, than a 20 year old yeah you probably should retell the story for nick yeah just that way yeah he has a general I'm, idea yeah, yeah i'm only peripherally familiar with your story all i know is that basically you are satan uh yes. and you played runescape which makes which you worse. double satan Exactly. Yeah. Still plays retarded Satan. Satan. Modern day Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons is the devil game. <laughs> retarded Satan. <laughs> All right. So long story short, man. Uh, to the viewers that are regular on this podcast, we're sorry that we have to, you know, skim through this every now and then. But uh, I was drunk back in 2012 playing the game RuneScape. A friend of mine logged in and was talking to me about this video game that makes fun of the Columbine shooting. It was a popular video game at the time. I found no interest in it. I looked at the page. I did not download it. That was a big deal with the FBI. They tried to say that I downloaded it. I had to prove that I didn't. And the judge basically said he didn't care because he didn't know what download meant. I told him I didn't think this was funny. This Columbine shooting game. Yeah, my judge told me he didn't know what download meant. Yeah. Um, I told him Love no. That. Another player says, don't talk about Columbine, bro. If you're going to Columbine, you should just call me on the phone and kill yourself. Typed his phone number in the chat, tells me to call him and kill myself, right? So I said, bro, killing myself would just be a waste, man. I got to take people with me, dog. I'm going hard, oh, man. Shit. Wait till the Columbine anniversary. You want you want to see something about Columbine? Just wait, buddy. On April 20th, that's the, I, I, hey, on 420, I'm going in, bro. Four days later, the SWAT team, the bomb squad, and the FBI raided my house. I was arrested. It's charged with transmitting threats to destroy buildings, along with transmitting threats to kill and injure the person of another. 
uh, it became a huge, huge case for uh, online freedom of speech where the threats can be drawn, you know, because at the time yep. the only pending case was mm -hmm. Alonis versus the United States, uh, where he rapped about how he wanted to kill his wife and blow up a kindergarten in a rap song. And he ended up, you know, going to prison for it, uh, for being too specific, basically. Uh, his yep. case was pending in the Supreme Court at the time. That, and here's the thing with you being an attorney, right? At the time that I made the threats, the standard was if a reasonable uh, third party could believe that the threats were credible. That was the standard at the time. Since Alonis versus the United States has now passed, there must be proof of criminal intent at the onset of the threat. Meaning I, I know I was intending to cause a panic. I was intending to cause an evacuation of a building or I was intending to actually go through with it. And there's evidence thereof. This was pending. This Alonis versus the United States was pending in the Supreme court. My lawyer yeah. came to visit me the day before uh, jury selection started. And he said, listen, you're starting jury selection tomorrow. This is your last chance. You've got two charges. 10 and five, they're going to run them wild. You're going to do 15 uh, because the law says if you said it, it's a crime. So I'm just telling you right now, this is your last chance to accept your responsibility and get those points knocked off and lower your range because if you take this to the box, they're going to give you 15. And I said, okay, you convinced me. I'm scared to death. I was 20, you know, and I said, okay, fine, yep. 15 years. I can't even wrap my head around that. I signed the paper uh, and I pled guilty for uh, making these threats unknowing that there was a pending Supreme Court case Wherein, like, literally, if I did the same thing today, I wouldn't go to prison for it. Uh, but I ended up being sentenced to six You'd years. Hope, yeah. I served five. I served 1,795 days the first time. The judge hated my guts. I got out, smoked a joint, drank a beer. He sent me back for another year and a half. So that's the what that's a, kind of the long end of it. bag. Yeah, it, oh. um, it's the judge, man. It's kind of a long story. The dude hates my guts. Um, <laughs> I, I wrote a letter to him, and I read it and made a YouTube video about it. And unexpectedly, it was quite popular. Uh, I had a lot of grievances, to say the least. Uh, he very much had a personal problem with me. I'm openly admit that he is a judge that is much more part of the solution than he is the problem. He is light with sentencing. He is a compassionate judge, man. I give him credit there. He is known for being compassionate, but for me, no, sir. I don't know. I, I, the only thing I can fathom, I always said, I must remind him of somebody that fucked his daughter or stole his girl in back in the fifties or something. You know what I mean? Like it had to be because he sees me and I'm talking about, man, the second that that man looks at me, there's rage in his eyes. I don't get it. I don't know what it is. But the system's fucked because I have no choice but to be subject to this guy that hates my guts. You know what I mean? I don't know what's in his head mm -hmm. and what's what who I remind him of or what his past biases are or et cetera, you know? Um, so, yeah, man, I, I said that I was going to shoot the school. I did say it. I straight up said it. I said and my you last put a You put a date down. Mm -hmm. That was... Ooh. The date was a Saturday, by the way. The date was a Saturday. We found out after I was in jail for three or four months. We finally... It was coming up on, you know, 420 and we were like, wait the... Wait a fucking minute, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on. And they're over here acting like I've been meticulously planning this shit. That's the thing, man. Mm -hmm. and, and I would imagine that you're quite familiar with this. And this is kind of the crux of my case and why I talk so loudly about it. I openly acknowledge, man, that what I did was fucked. I get it, man. I understand you can't say it. And, and let me also remind everybody, this was 2012, bro. There was a mass shooting in a, in a movie theater that year. And other than yep. that, I can't even remember a yep. mass shooting other than like VTech. Like it wasn't mm -hmm. this atmosphere at that time. All right. Like I get it. I get them coming and raiding my shit. I get them arresting me, some counseling, some therapy. I was an alcoholic. I had no job. I was strung out on drugs. You know, I'm just being honest here, man. I was not an upstanding member of society. There was no reason for them to look at the case and just instantly dismiss it. I also openly admit that. All right, Nick, I was a piece of shit. I was. I know, see. I disagree, but go for it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to say that I, the, the, the counseling and the things that could have happened would have done the same for me that I am now. Like now I've been sober for years now, dude. I got a, a baby dog girl and another on the way I'm married, you know, and things are going great on Twitch. Um, but I served a lot of time in prison to get there, uh, like a, a copious amount. And that's kind of been the crux of my story is not only a, 
the fact that I get it. I fucked up, but six years was overkill by a damn sight. And also, I am very much open to exposing, if that's the term for it, what links the FBI went to uh, to try and prove that I was going to do something I was never going to do. Because there is, uh, I have to say alleged, and I'm sure you understand that, Nick. There is alleged blackmail on my case. The reason that I was given so much time. Two of my ex-girlfriends offered testimony at my sentencing hearing. Uh, Hell hath no fury like a woman scorn, as they oh, say. Oh, yeah. And uh, they got up there and they ripped me a new one, right? And it was very confusing to me why these girls would get up there and say he was going to do it. He told me he was going to do it because they had records of my phones. He never said this. They tore up my whole house and these girls said he had plans and drawings. He didn't have any plans or drawings. Oh, he was saving money up. I didn't have a bank account and I didn't have a job. Like none of the, it, literally every single mm-hmm. thing that they said it was easily able to be disproven. Yep. I mean, and I remember the prosecutor saying that famous line, what, which way is it? Let me think here. Absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Please, Nick, can you please tell me better? Can you give me better evidence of absence than absence of evidence? What better? The, it, you know what? That is a, that is a nice scientific argument. That yeah. is a nice argument for the scientific method that, uh, that an absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. But in philosophy in a, here. In a criminal court in the yes. United States, absence of evidence literally is, is the evidence only. of absence. Yes, that's yep. exactly what I was thinking. I was like, what else can I offer you other than the absence of evidence? You know, yep. like literally the crux of this crime is that I was saving these things, you know, and, and, and mm-hmm. okay, so here's the thing about the blackmail. And this is all alleged. Let me also say this is from the girl herself. And I will also publicly state that I believe her. Okay, everybody. I believe that this is what happened. I believe this oh, is the truth in my I don't personal even, opinion. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even need you to tell me the story yet. I want to hear the story, but I don't need you to tell the the hypothetical alleged story without knowing that uh, that there was pressure and leverage put on these uh, these girls, I'm guessing, to make them uh, a willing accomplice if they did not go ahead and offer testimony against you, is if you don't do this, if you don't testify, we're going to have to assume, you know, that you were in on it, that you were helping him plan this, that you knew you could have said something and you didn't, right? Like, that's... Very, very close. That was 98%, man. The only difference is what what they were charged with, what they were holding over their head. You're absolutely correct. You already know the method. They yep. squeeze them like oranges until they get what they want. And this girl, in her own words, this is her words, not mine. And I believe her. She said, okay, so there's three prosecutors, right? There's yep. three prosecutors on my case. One of them didn't touch my case because I went to school with his daughter. His daughter was in my grade. So you already know, conflict of interest. He did not yep. touch my case. He didn't file a paper. He didn't write a motion. He's a, he's a prosecutor. And I went to school with his kids. And so they tried to cover that up real good, right? But he has a son that third prosecutor that didn't touch my case. He had a son and he was in two grades, three grades below me. Right. Mm-hmm. Meg's girlfriend, Meredith got very. You always had first names. You're good. Just continue your story. <laughs> <laughs> you only said first name. Nobody knows who the fuck it is. You play it off. You're fine. So my ex-girlfriend. Uh, it was a hypothetical name anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I didn't say her real name was still, it was close enough. Good grief. Anyway, he didn't say her real name. Allegedly, Stella, Stella Anderson. According to her, yes, her. That's <laughs> that's the one. According to her, she got very screwed up at a party. Had a threesome Ooh. with a seventeen-year-old. Uh oh. Who took pictures on his phone? Guess who that seventeen-year-old was? Yep. The son of the prosecutor. Son. Is it how how crazy is this? Is, this is you know this is her side of the story. I'm not saying it happened, you know. Um, and essentially, she was charged with production of. 
Yeah, that's a mandatory minimum charge right there. You're going to prison for that if you get charged with and that. And it's it's like the literal opposite of the intent. How how mm-hmm. old is is the hypothetical person in this scenario? 18? It's 18, 18 17? Yeah, yeah. The law yeah. was not supposed to apply here. I mean, nope. it was because it was federal. That's the only reason. She uploaded yeah. he uploaded the pictures to the cloud. Well, it was, and it became it was federal. Cause it, it's because oh it was convenient. God. It's because it was convenient for them is why it applied, uh-huh. not because it was federal. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's the truth. That, like the loophole legal thing is they put it on the cloud, you know. But oh, yeah. uh, here's the thing. In her words, they were very discreet. They showed up at her college. She had moved out of town to go to a different college because of the incident, because of the rumors, mm-hmm. she said, because of that happening, you know, and everybody knew, she said. So she skipped town, went to a different college. She said two police officers came to her house, knocked on her door, arrested her, kept it very under wraps. She talked to the prosecutor, the lead prosecutor on my case, who mentioned me by name. Is that illegal, Nick? Uh, no, I, I, it's not illegal for him to say this is an unrelated case, but you know about Josh Plot and if you offer his testimony on him specifically. And she also told me, now this is the kicker. This is where it might get illegal. It's unethical. He apparently showed her a PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely he showed unethical. Her a PowerPoint. Yeah. Unethical for sure. He, he showed, showed her a PowerPoint. Her a PowerPoint. <laughs> yes. In her words, she, he showed her a PowerPoint of what she said during their first interview 17 months before. He gave her a PowerPoint and she told oh, okay. me that, that he went through the PowerPoint twice and reminded her multiple times of yeah. what she said. That's the bullshit. They, they did that. Uh, so going to the Kyle Rittenhouse case, I don't know if you uh, remember, but there was the mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. the photographer, Nathan DeBruin. Yep. And they did that to him um, where he came in to show some uh, pictures that he had taken from that night. They had asked him, the prosecution had asked him to come in and then uh, they were trying to get him to identify Joshua Zeminski, who's the guy who took the first shot into the air that kind of triggered, uh, well, that a lot of people think triggered the whole event. Yeah, um, no effect. And what they what they did was they're like, uh, they have him give his whole statement, and they're like, do, they, do you recognize this guy? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And they're like, no. And then they start showing him pictures of Joshua Zeminski from other contexts. Right? And they're like, uh, so now you see this guy. You see that that's the same guy. And then they're like, do you want to change your statement? 
and uh, he Nathan De Bruyne. Oh my god! And and talked about this, but that was part of his testimony. Mm-hmm. Him trying to get him to change his statement about this uh, about this incident after they had showed him evidence that they had collected, trying to make that into his his memories. And they're mm-hmm. they are not supposed to do that shit. But mm-hmm. prosecutors, man, they get so much leeway. They yeah. can lie to you. Yep. They can do all of this stuff. They they mm-hmm. and they. they I would go to prison, the- contempt, or or something if I did what they do. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And I remember a big thing during the Kyle Rittenhouse case is the prosecutor would mention things that he wasn't supposed to mention in front of the jury and then get reprimanded for it and then just do it again because he wasn't yeah, actually yep. getting it. Because now it's already in their head. Who cares, yeah. you know? Yep. Objection. Sustained. Oh, well, the jury already heard it. He did his job, you know? It's just yep. like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard shit. Every two seconds you hear hearsay. And it's like, mm-hmm. they heard you. <laughs> it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't fucking end anything. It's just... Yeah, you're saying, "Oh, take that from your mind." No, that doesn't work. And they're trying to the to the credit of Johnny Depp's lawyers, especially uh, on this Amber Heard um, exam direct examination that we ended the week on. Um, they have been uh, Camille Vasquez is the attorney who's um, doing uh, the Am- Amber Heard as a witness for Johnny Depp's team. She'll be the one doing cross exam. She has been trying to nail those hearsay objections before anything is said. And she's been doing a pretty good job, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, there's the whole plant it in the mind of the jury and uh, consequences be damned. Now they're exactly. in a civil case, so they have to tread a little bit lighter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because if they do it too much, if they get too egregious with it, they could be sanctioned. Prosecutors are almost never sanctioned for pulling the same bullshit. Yes, um, exactly. They they and and it's just like the judge is just like now now. Don't you do that? And it's like, don't you do that, Judge? This is my life on the line. Exactly. It's exactly. like they're the state. They should be at a far higher standard oh, than yeah. uh, than any of this. And they're so they're not. They're granted this is my country. Way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I feel like they do the the legal equivalent of Cobra Kai. Like you remember in the in the Karate Kid, they're like hit him in the nose, even though you lose a point. Now the motherfucker can't see. It's too late. It's worth yep. it. I feel like they're doing that legally. Like, oh yeah, we took the hit for the objection or whatever. But now he's fucked. Now he can't see. You know. I just yeah. feel like they're Cobra Kai in it. It's uh it's it's nuts, man. And you know, y- yeah. you mentioned that um your case couldn't have happened uh today because of uh Alonis, I think you said, mm-hmm. which I'll have to read that case. I wasn't familiar with the with the case itself. He was but... reconvicted, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> the standard was raised, but he specifically was reconvicted. Yeah. I don't think I would be. Dude, uh, have you heard of this kid named Lucas Gerhard? I don't believe so. Okay, he's up in Michigan, and uh, he was going to school on the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and he had uh, this guy um, had been. Th- there's the the backstory is deep. He's he's going to college. He was a police cadet, uh, like with a like a junior cadet program where he gets to go and hang out with cops and do cop things. But he's not like on the force or whatever. Don't and um, so he's, he's like, this guy wants to be a cop and he's in a law enforcement class in college. And this is like two years prior to the, the incident or a year prior or something. And he gets the, the discussion question. Like when I went to college, message boards were barely ever used, but now it's like a thing where you have to post shit on a message board and you have to participate. And so they did uh, for him. He had to answer the question, should women be in law enforcement? Right. And so he, he's like, look, 
Uh, I don't, most women will not meet the current standards for physical fitness for law enforcement. So mm -hmm. I don't believe that most women would qualify, but if they can meet the physical fitness standards, you know, then sure they can go ahead and do it. And the standards should not be lowered. So you had kind of, it's a very pretty common take, right? Well, Wait, was that, was that controversial that he said that? It was in, in his college, right. With, uh, with a couple of the women in the class who went ape shit on him. Yeah. And then they started dogging him uh, everywhere he went, you know, doing the cancel culture shit for years, uh, just, just going after him. And then what finally happens is he's on break from school, uh, like the winter break, it's Christmas time, and he's about to go, or no, 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 it was, um, it would have been summer break. He's about to go back to school and he takes a picture of his AR-15 and he posts on Snapchat to his mm -hmm. friends only. And importantly, the, the girls who had been dogging him for a while, uh, they have been blocked from his Snapchat. So they can't see this. And he writes the post and it says, bringing this bad boy up, uh, up north or up to school, going to watch the snowflakes melt. And by snowflakes, I mean snow, right? So kind of an edgy he, post. He even clarified. Yeah. He said by snowflakes, right. I mean snow? Right, yeah. But... Uh -huh. But in his in his police interview, he did he did say that the snowflakes would be like melting the minds of people or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, people who are sensitive, he gets charged with making terroristic threats from oh, that wow. Snapchat because one of his friends showed one of those girls. Fuck's sake! So she wasn't even the intended recipient. And she's mm -hmm. like, "Ha ha, I got something now. I'm yeah, scared. And, oh no!" And, and the crazy thing is. It was uh, just, it was perfectly legal and legitimate for him to bring his gun to college, which he did because they have an armory on campus because it's Upper Peninsula, Michigan. Kids are going to go hunting, stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. So he, he drives to school, checks the gun in at the armory, cuffs go on him right after. And, uh, and he, that was back in August of 2020. He was arrested. He was held for 83 days in jail without a hearing. And then... Uh, they finally got a hearing and he's been on house arrest since then till now. So he's still on house arrest he's a year and a then? half later. And, uh, you know, it, they have not gone to trial. Uh, they've had some, the, the, here's what the prosecutor did in his case. Uh, so they had a, a bail hearing to get the ankle bracelet removed. Cause you have to pay for that. People don't usually yeah. know when you're yes, on you probation in, especially in state court, Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes in fed court too, when you're on that pre-trial probation period, your pre-trial release, you have to pay for your drug testing and you have to pay for the ankle monitor, uh, on your foot. And it's expensive. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, hundreds of dollars a month that you're paying, uh, on these things. And if you can't guess what you go have to fun jail. in jail, yep. you really can't pay. And so he's, uh, they were, they're trying to get this thing off and the, uh, the prosecutor brings in a video of the Christchurch, New Zealand shooting and plays it in court as if that had anything to do with it. It's inflammatory. And the judge, the judge like watches the video, goes ballistic that this guy was going to murder all these people. And he's like, I, I, he had nothing to do with it. And, uh, and this so then, sucks. yeah, no, he's keeping that ankle bracelet on and, and I mean, this case should have been dismissed like yours. I mean, yours, your case should have been dismissed outright. It's obvious that this is a, that this is a joke. This is a shit post. What and, does uh, the Christchurch shooting have to do with that case in any sense? The Christchurch shooting doesn't even relate to schools. 
Isn't that what it's yep. called? Ricardo, Nick, it, isn't that what it's called? Inflammatory? It's just inflammatory. Yeah. They're just trying to get you pissed. Yep. They just, they just wanted to put the judge in the state of mind. Like this is what he was going to do, which is ludicrous uh, for one thing. But, um, but for two, even if he were even like uh, this, look, I've, I've, uh, I've not gotten a chance to talk to him, but I've talked to his dad. His dad's a 30 year Marine Colonel. Uh, like wow. this, uh, this is not a kid who's going to shoot up a school, but even if he were intending to go and shoot up a school, Christchurch would still have nothing to do with it because it's <laughs> yeah. in fucking New Zealand. It's, uh-huh. New Zealand. it's a church, not a school. And it's not even, I mean, what the fuck? It's not relevant. It's just inflammatory just to piss them yeah. off. It's, oh God. Yeah. It's, it's nuts, but that's, that's the leeway that prosecutors get. I mean, if you try that shit in civil court, uh, the, the other party would, I mean, you, you might get sanctioned to the point of losing the case. It's crazy how, how, uh, improper that was, but prosecutor just got to run with it. I mean, they're basically able to do whatever the hell they want. It's, it's, I mean, that old, uh, the Latin phrase, I never memorized it in Latin for some reason, but who will guard the guardians? You ever heard that? You know, that, yeah, I I don't know the whatever. yeah I don't I don't know the Latin for it, but yes, I've, I've who guard the guardians? You know, I mean, they're in charge. I mean, what we you go complain to the feds that the feds are fucking you? Look, uh, somebody said in my Twitch <laughs> chat earlier, uh, we did an internal investigation and found that we did no wrongdoing. Yeah. Yep. Say, I mean, what the fuck do you do? You know what I'm saying? They're in complete and utter control, and they can do things like arrest people for bullshit charges and charges that weren't meant in the spirit. The spirit of the law is something that I never learned about until after I was locked up, and that's a very yep. important thing. That is largely ignored. The spirit is. of the law it, is completely ignored, annoyed. and it is instead warped into the widest possible net with as many hooks as it that it possibly. Mm-hmm. If they can possibly squeeze you into this charge, they will. It's and, the exact uh, opposite of the way it's intended to work. And there's actually a, a legal rule on it. It's called the rule of lenity. And the the idea is that uh, the rule of lenity suggests that the law should be intelligible to the average reasonable person. So if you have a law that is that is uh, that looks like, no, this law is for this purpose. And then you're trying to sneak people in Mm -hmm. and expand the use of the law. The rule of lenity in criminal trials specifically suggests that the court uh, needs to be call attention to the purpose of this law and that it's not intended for this. I've never heard of that. That's interesting. It gets uh, Robert Barnes has talked about it quite a bit. We talked about it a lot during Kyle's case because the. uh, one of his charges was the he was a minor in possession of a firearm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. And the the crazy thing about that minor in possession of a firearm charge is that it was not intended to encompass a uh, 17 year old with a rifle. What it was intended to do was encompass um, uh, basically kids with handguns, specifically right. handguns in the inner cities, uh, Milwaukee. Yep. Uh, to address you know, real crime, Green Bay, right? To address uh, where, where unfortunately, so, U.S. gets such a bad rap on gun crime. The overwhelming majority of U.S. gun crime is gang-related in inner cities. Uh, that's that's just where almost all of it happens. It's just and not so, on the news as much as school shootings are. To be fair, right? Well, mm-hmm. it's not as salacious, right? Like it's every yep. day in Chicago, uh, and and it's it's every day to the tune of two to four people. I live in New uh, how, Orleans. Yeah, you're. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. every day. I grew up in uh, yeah. in Houston, Texas, in the '80s, and I remember when you know when when we moved from Houston to Minnesota, it was such a it was such a weird thing because the the year that we moved up, we moved up in 1991, and Minnesota 
Minneapolis had 63, 62 or 63 murders in all of 1991. And in Houston, when we moved up, I think in 1992, that was January in Houston was the 63 murders. So you're talking Damn. two a day. And I, I remember the news stories every night. You're, it's murder, murder, murder. It's like, geez, can, can somebody take a break from killing somebody? Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and you would assume that the people that would try and bring up the community and fix the community would understand that gang problems are the main problem. Like, let's deal with the gang problem. It's not necessarily a power problem. When you take the when you take the father out of the home, it starts a bigger issue, and then you and then everybody's looking for a dad figure, and just goes and goes and goes. Why is that so wrong it's, to say? Because. Uh, <sighs> Because of, because of political correctness, man, like we're we're just stuck in this time, and it's back to the beginning of the show, and and where where the origin of the conversation is is that words have been given all of the power in the world, yes. and they used to not mm -hmm. mean much of anything, but now um, you've got I I don't know if it's a bunch of like fucking pansy psychologists or whatever have brought yeah, us here know. saying like oh you know. It used to be sticks and stones may break my bones. Words will never hurt me. And I know that's like a very juvenile saying to try and reinforce kids. But at the same time, it was is true. You have to give power to the to the speaker to allow the speaker to. And to I remember Woody's Gamertag coming up with the saying that kind of like pushed that into the new era. It was understand somebody on the other side of the screen can say whatever the fuck they feel like. But you also have the power to walk over to the power button and turn it off because you'll never see it again. <laughs> That's like that old Tower of the Creator quote. Yeah. Wow, like, cyberbullying, real motherfucker. Turn your phone off. <laughs> yeah, like, Close your eyes. A, turn it off. <laughs> walk away from your computer. <laughs> Damn. Like, it, it's not so <laughs> hyper complicated that it's like. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can you just understand it's not a color issue? It's a low income issue. When low income people need money, they turn to drugs. When they turn to drugs, they go to jail and then their kids do the same exact thing. It's a cycle. Why? Like I was a low income family for the entire part of my life. 
Like that's what fucking happened. Half of my friends from elementary school and middle school are in jail or have committed yeah, murder or, yeah. or overdosed. Like what the fuck? Like, why can't we just point it out and say it? I got, I got so flamed for that and said that I was told that I had white privilege and everything else. It's like, motherfucker, you don't know who the fuck I am. I grew up yep. with no dad. I grew up with no fucking money. I grew up with a mom who struggled extremely hard mental health wise and kind of only worried about herself 80% of the time. Like that's what fucking happens. You fall that's into life. very, very bad circles. You fall in, in, to gangs essentially because you have a group of friends that that looks at each other's backs regardless if it's by color or by uh class like exactly. you just the fall into this as he is or was it blood it was blood so no it, it was <laughs> i, I was <laughs> asked to join the crips and i was asked to join the latin kings we, we can easily go over the latin yeah. kings yeah. Yeah. 13 oh my god are they that famous how do you know about oh. him i thought that was a southern thing in california california they're oh, in california no. MS-13 has, like, uh, I remember... I've met dude, so many MS-13 where I'm at, dude, or where I was at. I they went on uh, I went on a mission trip in high school, and from, you got to understand, I'm, I'm old. That's 22 years ago, uh, to Juarez, Mexico. And we would see, like, uh, MS-13 shit spray-painted on the, um, yeah. on, like, lampposts and stuff. And they're like, don't worry about it. It's just a gang of young kids, right? Like, it's just a mm. gang of young kids. And then, uh, like one of the local ones, and they're like, "Yeah, they just go by numbers of." Uh, it was like one of their precinct, like sections of the city or something. And now, like right. MS thirteen's this notorious yeah, uh, yeah. gang that I think they're, I think they've achieved cartel status. I don't know if that's like a an Xbox award or whatever that you get, <laughs> but Achieve but they're, they're one million dollar yeah, drug sale. <laughs> Congratulations. They're fucking horrifying too. Like that's oh yeah, that's the shit that turns no, my stomach. Is they do the uh, same the shit the cartel shit. does in Mexico and the same shit ISIS mm -hmm. and the Taliban did in the Middle East. They I can confirm they, they sell drugs in, in prison the middle too. of the street. They sit there and sell drugs. They use the drug money in order to use their fucking terroristic threats and everything else. That's exactly what a lot of those people do: is just use violence to create more violence and use that violence to sell drugs. And then the drugs enable their violence. And it's yep. like, we have to handle the problems. People say that we have to handle the problems. They're shit on because they say that they're racist. And it's like, it's, it's not a race thing. It's dealing with the problem at hand. It doesn't matter what color the problem is. You, you still have a problem. If the problem was white, I would tell you to deal with the same thing as the problem of any other color. You have to handle the problem. If, the, if there's a massive, massive aggression problem in whatever race, you have to handle the problems. Yep, absolutely. It and because because like you said, it's typically not about the race, right? Because if you yeah. if you could take any racial demographic and remove them from various social uh, other socioeconomic conditions, and and you don't find the same problems, uh, it's it's often related. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, line up with adopted children. Doesn't. Uh, line up with children that have both parents and live out of the city. So it has to be a societal and a lifestyle choice, not necessarily a problem with specific races or cultures. It's when you find that city culture and you enable what is that glorified as, in your yeah. culture. I'm yeah, sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off. I was trying to add to no, that. I didn't mean good. to stop your sentence, but yeah, like, what, what do you glorify in your circle, in your culture and in what you do? You know, what do you guys aspire to? Definitely right. a big part of it. Who are your models? And, 
And what I aspire to is talking about sex toys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And let's talk about our sponsor, Adam and Eve. <laughs> that would be such a good transition. Are you tired of being away from your partner? Have you heard of WeVibe? Control it from your phone, no matter where you are on Earth. WeVibe by Adam and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded legit. I'm guessing you've worked with them, huh? That's pretty no. good. No, no. <laughs> Bro, no I, Eve, I want to be on my channel. They can. What's up, Adam and Eve? Yeah, it's, uh, come on, Adam. Well, you can. I their we'll affiliate conversations too. Their affiliate links are open. You know, you can uh, you can join yeah. their affiliate program, put your link on there, and get uh, and get sponsorships for every giant dildo that someone buys. I'm just not sure how many movie yeah. huges we can sell, man. Yeah, bro. the I problem mean, is I want eight dollars well, per inch in from background? every sale. Is I want the coupon Body code inch. to be Real Men Talk Shit or RMTS. You don't want coupon code long ass amount of letters and a twenty. Right, RMTS that just doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work exactly. Uh, I meant to mention one more thing about the spirit of law, or I guess this wasn't about the spirit of law. This is something that is, I, I don't care if we'll take this the wrong way. I wanted to say one more thing about my case. All right. I went to prison for saying I was going to shoot up a school. They said I was going to do it. The judge said he thinks I was going to do it right. They sent me away mm-hmm. six years. Okay. I just like a this hypothetical here as hypothetically. Like, I just want to say this is going to sound fucked up. Judge y'all are real lucky. I wasn't serious. I'm just saying, oh no, my daughter's awake. Like, how how in the fuck, if I really was a maniac that wanted to go shoot up a school, do you think the system stepping on me and putting me in prison for only six years was going to stop me? I'm just saying, yeah. if I was that hell-bent on it, if I was the sociopath, Honestly, they made me out to be. The the thing is, is that would radicalize <laughs> you more in that case. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're lucky that I wasn't serious. It speaks for itself now in my lifestyle, but, but like, if... Imagine if I really was serious, bro. I would have done it. I would have done it. Came out cut here. Your, and cut it yourself off because of TOS for two seconds. Uh, yeah. the, the main problem is. <laughs> is it TOS? Yeah. Yes. Um, the main problem of it is, is like that also then leads to the ideal of then it should either be you go to jail and you stay there or you don't go at all. That's because then that radicalizes exactly. the entire jail system of it either being it happens or it doesn't. And then you have a major problem. Well, the, I'm going to delete the bot. I got it. Don't and, worry about it, boys. Was it that bad? What did I, I, because I said the quote, like I said, oh, if I wanted to do it, my bad, y'all. Sorry, uh, everybody. I, I don't want to do it. I didn't want to do it then. And I'm just saying the feds are good. Uh, it should have either good put thing me for it records it by go. itself. We're good. I don't have to have the VOD there. We're we're absolutely okay. Zach's just like, move on, move on. I've hit, I've hit, tried to hit this like eight times and it's dead. Give me one sec. No worries. Yeah. Just one sec. But that. Uh, See, but I had I had the point, and now he's cut it off. What what am I going to do? I just have, have to hold on to this thought. I feel like that guy no in Memento. Letting go of it, Nick. Just <laughs> keep Memento saying it over like, and over. Got to write a pen. Got to find a pen. Got to write it down. Got to write it down. Got to write it down. <laughs> what was that? Like, <laughs> it's just done. Oh man, I like that. Uh, right when he starts about <laughs> starts talking about terrorism, his daughter woke woke up. That was good. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Heard the calling. Like, all, right, all right, welcome back, man. Thanks, man. Uh, Good to be back. I I was gonna say though, like this this is the hard thing. This is one of the things I t- I try to talk about on my channel all the time. I'll probably hit it tonight because now I'm thinking about it more. But um, it's we we have become such a soft fucking culture that wants that does not want what got us to where we are like the US got here 
we got to be an economic powerhouse because we allowed people the ability to take enough risk and we allowed people the leeway to speak their minds without punishment, at least without legal punishment. And so the answer to the question is, of course, in 100 out of 100 cases, what you said, whether they intended to do it or not, because that's a thought crime that we would not be able to identify, they should not, you should not have gone to jail. In 100 scenarios with all sorts of different variables, what you said, talking uh, like on in RuneScape to a guy in a shitposty conversation. It disappears about, in 15 seconds. The text just disappears right. on the fake name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> about this, talking about a Saturday, it, 100 times out of 100, that should have been dismissed as not an actionable threat of violence mm -hmm. but now we want law enforcement to come in and mitigate all of this risk for us but free freedom is risk and not not to get political on the issue uh at all because this isn't a political even though political sides have taken stances on this but this is an apolitical stance in the way i'm talking about it the mask sure. stuff uh the mask mandates here's here's the reality freedom says that i can go and be out and it's not my responsibility to protect you because you are free to stay home if you are afraid of the danger you're going to face. But when I go out, I'm exposing myself to risk. When you go out, you're exposing yourself to risk. That's freedom. Understood. And, and we, if we don't have that, then what you have is a police state because they're trying to prevent all of the risky things that might happen. It's the, the, the whole Second Amendment argument. People are like, well, what if someone takes guns and shoots up a school? And you go, well, that sucks. That really does. However, freedom, honestly. Yeah, it's it's like that's that's the, the liberty risk versus that, reward. Right. It's America. That, <laughs> I guess the, the, you know the liberty is that everybody has a chance to defend themselves or to just have guns because they think they're cool. And yeah, mm -hmm. someone might someone might decide to do something bad with it. And I'm really sorry when that tragedy happens, but we can't prevent a hundred percent of tra tragedies. We can't even present uh, or prevent a, a reasonable amount of them through this. The overwhelming, yeah. uh, the overwhelming issue that stops crime in America is that people just aren't that much of criminals, which is mm -hmm. crazy to think about because any, any one of us could procure a gun and walk around and shoot any number of people. And, and the fact that that doesn't happen literally constantly is baffling to me. Um, I mean, like Relatively I don't know. Small amounts of shootings per day compared to the guns. That's a good point. Yeah. When you, when you think about, we have 300 million guns in this country and we, we end up with, with eight, eight to 10,000 gun homicides a year, which is a lot, but it's yeah. really not a lot when you think about how many guns there are. And when you get down to school shootings and you really think about it, school shootings, there's 85,000 public schools. There's another like 36,000 private schools. So you're over a hundred thousand schools uh, active every single day for, for nine months out of the year. And, and you, you come up with one to two, like serious, uh, I, all of them are serious, but major school shootings, newsworthy shootings a year. And you're like, wait a minute. Like this could happen every single minute of the day, the mm -hmm. realm of possibility and it, and it doesn't. And that that's, that's it. I mean, your, your house and car don't get broken into the majority of the time because nobody wanted to at that moment. And, no, and that it's, you're saying? it's the responsibility of humans sort of our it general all comes, tendency to be upstanding speaks yeah. for itself. Yeah. It all it comes down. Itself. 
to liberty versus security and as americans like we chose to liberty and people are are giving up their liberty in order for more security and that's just that's just not how we we have set up security and how you move forward sitting there in your little hole doesn't progress humanity at all you know what i mean being unrealistic and fake doesn't help anybody and even be having the centrist point of saying hey even if we instantly instituted mental health screenings which is like the easiest thing that you could allow nothing all of us it it doesn't prevent anything because even me you any person on this call is intelligent enough to scam a fucking mental health screening if somebody wants to do something it's just adding more paperwork to do it and, and yes, the mental the, the mental this, health issue often doesn't manifest until right before the event. I mean, yeah. these are mm-hmm. people these are people who snap. And one of the way I, I analogize it, I say just about everybody you know is one to two really bad days away from a serious felony offense. Yep. Either it's either it's drugs, it's uh it's drunk driving, you know, it's uh, where they where they hit someone or something. Uh, it's, it's where they just snap and, and assault someone or they, they flat out go out and, and just pop someone, you know, a, a bad, a bad breakup. Um, yeah. you know, someone, yeah. uh, they get fired. Uh, I remember the, the movie falling down is a great movie with Michael Douglas. I mean, people are, uh, people are just, your life can be going great. And then in one day it mm-hmm. can turn the exact opposite. And of course, Josh, and- you probably know that better than anybody. <laughs> And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a great tribute to your character that you come, you came out of prison as an improved person because so often that doesn't happen. So often people come out radicalized and they're, they are with reduced prospects for the rest of their lives. And they meet people in prison that they're like, well, I mean, I don't have anywhere else to go, but I remember, uh, Reggie gave me a hot tip and said, Hey, call him up. If I ever get out, I can't believe you just said that name. Oh my God. That was way too realistic, bro. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) That was, that hit that. That was a good name for you to use. Oh my God. That's how they go, man. That's how it, that's how it goes. And and, and someone as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, when you get out, man, if you need anything, you hit me up. You hit me up. We'll find something. The next you. thing you know, you're doing a 15 piece, a 20 piece or life. 
I've seen yep. it time and time again. You know how many lifers in there have had mm-hmm. so many chances, dude? It's sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad. There's dudes in there that have been in there for 35 years. And let me tell you, I've said this before. I have firsthand experience of talking to men that have been in prison for 25, 30, 50 even years. They would not commit a crime if they were released. You know what I mean? 35 years, 40 years, judges have no sensitivity to this. And I'm, I'm not sitting here saying let's be sensitive on criminals now. This man had his chance and he knew the fucking law and he knew he was going to go to prison for life if he got caught. Hands down, he deserves it, right? I, can, I will say that hands down. He knew the consequences and he did it anyways. 45 years later, he doesn't want to do any more crime. He wants to go out and watch the sunset. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little bit too late. In reference to what you were saying about, you know, security versus uh, liberty, right? We also have another flip side. Think about the Nicholas Cruz case, man. That one really irked me. That one really, really fucking got under my skin. That dude posted on multiple social media accounts with his real name what he was going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to pretend as though there's some, what's and the movie where they arrest people beforehand? What's it called again? People use Minority Report. Thank you. Minority Report. They Minority Report my case like there's some kind of motherfucking mind-reading superheroes. But Nicholas Cruz is literally bragging on the internet with his real name and his real face. I'm over here. My name is Paul Gilbert on RuneScape because he's my favorite guitar player. And and I'm talking about (laughs) fire caves, video games, and magic and potions and knights. And then all of a sudden I make this threat and go back to talking about the game. And I went to prison for six years. But Nicholas Cruz is over Mm -hmm. here. Killed a bunch of people. What the fuck? And then there was another guy. who they want. When I was in rehab, so this would be, uh, you know, I was mandatory sent to rehab as part of my probation uh, when I first started it. Uh, this would be early 2019, I believe. Um, there was that guy that got caught before he shot up a school. He went in there with the interview with the cops. I saw this on the news, and, and they were like, you know, did you mean it? You said these threats, he had these guns. And he said, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just was picturing it, man. I was just going to run in and just squeeze until it stopped going bang. You know, I just wanted to just shoot it at as many people as I could. They put the kid in counseling and like, fucking this dude had guns and drawings. Mm-hmm. And this dude was going to go murder people. This guy yeah, was going yeah. to go murder children. And he got he he didn't even get like any actual charges because basically I guess because he confessed. I don't I don't fucking know. But I went to prison mm. for 6 years. One more reminder real quick. Like I'm good about it now. You know I got out and everything worked out, but dude, can we get some consistency in the feds? Can you guys not look like fucking clowns? Is there any no. way to make your institution not look like evil horrific bumbling clowns? I don't think so. And no, be- they they are a horror thing. show, man. And and the way the way prosecution and well, even the way investigation is done, like because we you can't let uh we can't let the police off uh of, of their involvement in this stuff. The way that questioning, interrogation, and and stuff goes, and uh gosh, this came up in um this came up in the Amber Heard Johnny Depp uh trial. It was such a great moment for anybody who cares about like improper prosecutions. Um, when the cops went to go visit Amber Heard, right? Like they got the phone call mm-hmm. and they show up and on the body cam, uh, they they go in and talk and they're talking to one of the cops on his uh, on his deposition testimony. And they said, were you looking for evidence of a felony? I think it was a female. And she says, yeah, we are always looking for evidence of a felony. Always, 100% of the time, that a cop is on duty. They are looking for evidence of a felony. And, and that is the most critical thing to understand is that their job is not to solve crimes. Their job is to find Numbers. evidence of yep. guilt. Numbers. Numbers. No, you, you, you them. I, I live in New York. So like, obviously they're very, very aggressive. The, the first thing they do is like, is this a domestic case? So I can handle it right now and just leave and go handle something else. 
Absolutely. That's that's the first thing they think of. It's the first thing they look for. And mm-hmm. honestly, if they sat there and they didn't see anything within the 15 minutes that was proven that they were there or the 30 minutes that they said they were there. Right. In all honesty, who the fuck knows how long they were there? Cameras can be changed and edited. Who the fuck cares? Obviously, there was nothing. Yep. If a woman has bruises on her, regardless of what she says at that second, they will take the person that caused the bruises. I'm sorry, they don't listen to somebody who sees that they have bruises. Even if they're not going to press charges, the state will fucking press charges. It's not complicated. And the fact that they didn't shows the fact that there wasn't fucking anything. Yeah, I agree. I mean, absence of evidence, right? I mean, we, we discussed that earlier. It's exactly what it comes back to. They can't, if nothing happened, then that means there's no fucking evidence. So uh, I, this is random. I think somebody mentioned this in the chat earlier, but have either any of you guys seen The Staircase by chance on Netflix? Or are you no. familiar with the Michael oh, oh, Peterson Oh, oh, I've seen parts of it. I have not seen all of it, but. Michael Peterson is was an author and he, uh, when he was in like, I guess the 80s or something, he was living in a house and a lady fell down the stairs and died. Mm-hmm. And he was like the only one in the house, right? Well, 20 some odd years later, 15 years later, whatever it is, his wife did the same thing. And it became a major murder case. And let me tell you, the, the evil in those prosecutors' eyes, man, how do they sleep at night, bro? I just cannot, I cannot fathom the, getting up there and doing the things that they did to me and what they did to this man. How do you get up there? With a person that you've never met, that man got up there. He ain't never looked me in the eyes. This man never spoke a word to me, this, this lead prosecutor. He didn't know mm-hmm. a damn thing about me except what he wanted to believe. And he got up there and told my life story wrong. This dude didn't know a bitch thing about me, you know. I, I don't know I don't know how they sleep at night. Straight up lie. And, you know, and, and what really kills me is the stupid stuff. They, they set it up like he had a murder weapon, right? Oh, this thing went mm-hmm. missing. He had this blow poke. You know, he had this thing for his fireplace, and it's missing now. So he bashed <laughs> on the head with it. Well, they ended up finding it. Yeah. Three, three quarters it, of the way through the fucking trial. But they found yep. it. it was rusty, spider webs, no blood, <laughs> clearly had not been used in a murder. You know what nah. the, What does the prosecution do when, when they come out with this bombshell evidence, bro? Bombshell evidence. I mean, come on. Their whole crux of their case was this missing fucking blowpoke. He comes out with the blowpoke. They prove it was the one. And the uh, prosecutor gets up and he's like, now I'm just saying, do you, as a cross-examination, do you, do you believe that this could be fake? And yeah. Yeah. And the in the fucking the, the the manufacturer expert or whatever looked at him like, huh? And he was like, I'm just saying this could be fabricated, right? And he was like, I mean, this is exactly they stopped making these things fucking 15 years ago, uh, unless he's got you know a home <laughs> system to weld and to you know core out the steel and like uh, routing machines. Uh, no, that it's basically impossible to fake it. And he goes, but it is possible. And they were like, yeah, I guess. I mean, like, yes. Yeah, so- is it possible for someone on earth to replicate th- this thing? Yes, it is. It technically is. And put fake spider. I mean, yes, that's technically possible. And the prosecutors are like, see, see, bitches, it's fake. Yep. See, <laughs> see, motherfucker. Dude, that's the whole crux of your argument. I just, I yeah, can't not even that. proving I'm, that it had been a replica or an, an, an yes. any evidence that no, it, it, it has real. been fabricated, just that it could be fabricated. Exactly. Exactly. And guess what, guys? Guess what? So, Nick, uh, I'll let Nick say, Nick, what is the standard for being found guilty of murder? Beyond any reasonable doubt. Any reasonable doubt. That man got found guilty. That man got found guilty over that bitch-ass prosecutor standing up and saying, is it possible that some human on earth somewhere could have made a fake one? How do you sleep? How do you sleep? How do you convince yourself you're a good person? Their eyes had blackness in them, man. I consider myself to be a compassionate person. I think you could tell a lot about people by their eyes and the gaze and the way that they look at you. It's it's hard for them to hide it. And And it's just that like mean 
animalistic I hate just, you and I want you in prison. Like, I just, I don't get it. Where's that animosity? Where's that hatred coming from? It's evil, man. Just yeah. playing devil's advocate a little bit in that sentiment. Okay. Like, think of it this way. The people that convicted Stephen Avery the first time and the second time probably were about the same people. Whether or not it was every single lawyer was the same. Who the fuck really cares? doesn't really matter. Yeah. He was convicted twice. Once he was freed. And obviously this time he's probably not going to be. After the first time, they look like pieces of shit because they, they wrongfully accused him the first time. Regardless of the truth, the second time. If there's proof and evidence showing one way, you're going to look that way. Whether or not you're innocent in looking that way is completely irrelevant to if you are genuinely a good or bad person. I agree. Yeah. You could be a great person and just be like, well, it shows this. Uh, and, and that's like, what I'm being asked. Josh, is, like, does it show this? And, and that's I, the answer. I really think the prosecutors just give themselves uh, plausible deniability by being, this is my job. My job is to show as them as guilty as I possibly can, even if I personally don't believe that they are. Or, um, I just cannot imagine being in the field of law and not having morals. I can't yeah. imagine it. This is a system that has to be founded on morals, is it not? Is that not what the spirit of the law really comes down to? Is morals yeah, it, and affecting other people? It's, it is. And and the the again, it's it's triply bad when it's the state. When it's the state doing it, you mm -hmm. know, you can expect like uh, a civil civil attorneys to zealously advocate for their clients. That makes sense. My client is in the right in this situation. When you get into the criminal aspect of this, you have the state. The state gets all of the benefits of uh, of how they conduct their trial. They work next to these judges. They work with the judges all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, crazy, it, dude. Yeah, in and out of court. Mm -hmm. And the 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 penalty for it is a deprivation of liberty or even life at times. But exactly. I wanted, I wanted to tell a quick story about how this this uh impacts you know someone else in the real world. Exactly what you're talking about. Almost the same scenario. Um I had a client uh who was charged with just uh the, the lowest level felony possession charge you could have in, in Minnesota uh for marijuana, right? So he's oh, got God. he's got some marijuana. And uh, so he gets felony possession charge because he had it's more than 44 and a half grams of marijuana, which and comes out. to a, Yeah, it's like it comes out to like about an ounce. If you have more than an ounce, then it's then it's felony level. If you have less than less than an ounce, effectively, it's uh, or maybe it's a half ounce. I don't remember. So the that, conversion, that's but, like two ounces. Yeah. Yeah, OK, is that what that is? Oh, close, yeah. Yeah. Where, wherever the conversion is. But it's it's <laughs> 40. It's 44 and a half grams. And so. um but uh, the that was the charge. But the scenario is this. His house burns to the ground. Whole house fire. His house 115 years old, dry as a tinderbox. And the thing lights up. Uh, he, he was cooking something in a deep fryer. And he put it in out of the freezer. So the water from the... the if you put something from a freezer that's got frost on it in a deep yeah. fryer, the oil the water, it started a fire. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah so it grease spills fire. over, hits the heating coil and lights Oof. up a grease fire. So wow. he gets his dogs, he gets his Xbox and he gets the hell out of the house. Right? <laughs> and, uh, and, and so the cops come and I, I have the pictures of this house. The, the night is fucking orange, right? Like this thing is, mm -hmm. There's the house on fire, the trees are on fire, the grass is on fire. Oh. And then about 
uh, a little bit away from the house, there's a, there's a fire pit and there's some garbage on fire in the fire pit. And uh, the, the, there's some garbage bags burning. And so the cops come over, they say, Hey, what about what's, what's up with this uh, garbage bag? He says, it's just trash. Let it burn. No big deal. So then the cop kicks it over, right. And opens it up. And there's, uh, there's marijuana in there that had been used, uh, not by him, uh, to be very clear, not by him. And he has no reason to lie to me about this. Uh, he, he was, he was going to plead guilty to it anyway, and it doesn't matter, but, um, it was used by someone he knows to make a marijuana resin. But mm -hmm. when you uh, do so that, like no THC in it, just left yeah, over. you, you extract the THC and then you have this leftover leafy shit. And so that's thrown away. Now, importantly, the stuff that's in these bags is green. It is not burnt. There's yeah. no singeing on it. But the cops later came in. They said they smelled marijuana. <laughs> so that justified their illegal search the of this Fourth fire. Amendment, right? Yeah. Right. Because he said, no, don't worry about it. That's just garbage that needs to burn. It's on his property. They have to either get a warrant or they have to get his consent to search that thing, but they didn't. And then the cops lied and the judge came up with the plain smell rule that doesn't exist in our jurisdiction because the judge is a motherfucker. But that's a, a different story. That's not the story I'm telling. All these <laughs> cops were convinced that this guy burned his own house down. Oh, and wow. this was the crazy thing. So the this fucked up the insurance claim for the family, which is this is mm -hmm. uh, I was hired for both the criminal aspect and I was hired to rectify the insurance claim. But uh, they're all all these cops are blaming this kid, saying he burned his house down intentionally. And they said he did it with a brush torch. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what a brush torch is, but you got a propane tank and then you got this torch handle and you walk around holding it and you, you spray and you can burn some brush. Um, when they as humans were naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Found the fucking brush torch because I, I found the picture of it. It's buried halfway underground. It's rusted out. This thing's been sitting there for at least like a decade, Similar right? Like it had thing. sunk into the earth. It, it's exact same thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, Clearly clients, not used. Uh, before, before I resolved either of those cases, uh, my client killed himself oh, oh, because man. of that shit. 
he was dealing with Feds are probably the fact, thrilled. Yeah, he was he was cops. he was dealing with the fact that he had been accused of burning down his parents' house. The prospects uh he he thought the prospects were low that they would get any recovery because the insurance company tried to give him 10 grand. Uh, a hundred and mm-hmm. hundred and twenty thousand dollar loss. Damn. Yeah, they tried to give him ten grand. That is, yeah. There's a whole and, bunch and of it, legal legal shenanigans that caused that in the type of insurance in Minnesota that we don't need to go into. But they yeah. offered ten grand. I got them the hundred and twenty. Uh, I got them Good. at the end of the day. But Good um, shit, but unfortunately, yeah. like this guy, officer, you still lost a life. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. That so, doesn't bring back. And, and at the end of the day, like they they're using something that they said, oh, it has the possibility to have been used when there's yep. no evidence, and in fact, there's evidence to the opposite so, effect. Yep. Like, yeah. Oh, I was so, I was so pissed about that. Like, because they don't teach you in law school to deal with that, right? Like, I yeah. I'm yeah, driving right. to work on Valentine's Day, and I get the phone call from his oh. uh, from his dad, and Damn, God, man. it was it was rough. And the feds don't sure. care, man. The, one of the creators of Reddit, Aaron Schwartz, said the same thing. He's being overly prosecuted by the feds because he took some files that cost three cents a page out of a library or something like that. He downloaded them and let them go for free. And the trial went on and on and on. He hung himself, dude. Straight up hung himself. And I don't know if the feds consider that a W. I feel like they would. I know in my case that with my mental health history, that the whole time that I was in prison, I kept thinking to myself, dude, if I were to hypothetically give up and let go, they win. That's going to be the best day of the prosecutor's life is the day that I would go. You know, like I cannot absolutely get that to them. Same time, yeah. they might want to prefer that I stay in there and make them money and, you know, get the unicorn. Maybe they're like, damn, now we're missing they, out on the money. But so they count that as you pleading innocent almost or guilty. I'm sorry. Um, the opposite, like in their yeah. eyes, I'm sure that's how they see it. Like, the, you know, so yeah. I, I want to stem from this two different ways. And Nick, you can choose. And well, you guys Uh-oh. can vote and we'll 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 decide. So I have an arson story in my family that I can tell. Or we can go to the story that the chat has been talking about the entire time. And it's in a completely different direction about how you cucked someone or a cucked article or something like that. <laughs> so we can go to whichever side you would like. That you guys can vote. I know uh, we only got a few minutes left uh, with you guys. With the you, chat's so. asking about the cuck article. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's go with the cuck article. Not a lot before he leaves. I'm not sure what the fuck And then we'll finish up with a, with a Zach story. With Zach story, all right. So what's we this? We were talking about the right wing version of Hassan. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so this is this is actually a story of a guy named Jack Murphy. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jack Murphy, but I've heard the name, um, but I don't know who he is. Yeah, he was a guy. He he showed up on Tim Pool's podcast a whole lot for a mm-hmm. while, and and he had this thing called the Liminal Order, which is a like a business organization, networking organization for men. To uh to build to build stuff and uh you know it's about family and masculinity and business and networking and your own network is your only safety net etc cetera, etc cetera, etc cetera. right and uh, he was on the you are here podcast with Elijah Schaefer and Sidney Watson and uh, Doctor Dickenballs sent in the greatest uh, probably most effective super chat in the history of mankind for ten dollars said. Uh, ask Jack about the cuck article that he wrote or ask him to explain <laughs> the cuck article. Turns out back in 2015, this guy had written an article about how peak apex sexual energy, how to harvest apex sexual energy was to, uh, was to apparently go on tender Tinder, pick a guy and send your wife while well, you're 
long-term girlfriend off to go get railed by this guy while you stayed at home and wrote wrote this blog post oh my god (laughs) 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 the cuck i'm just not down with this new age shit man i just don't think i'm with it you know (laughs) that is crazy oh my god it's uh it was it was the funniest thing and i mean he he lost his mind on the show and then he tried to like uh backtrack it later the next like that week on tim pool backtrack <laughs> he's like he's like well you know things got out of hand on the show but i thought sydney because sydney was just reading a super chat he's like i thought she crossed the line she knew she crossed the line you know oh i had God. to put her in her place and uh and stuff because because she went too far but I, I lost my temper and that wasn't okay well then people started looking into him and they found out that he had a chatterbait page. Oh, oh my boy. god! <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get banned, dude. Oh my god! It's where I came no, up with my, yeah, with my favorite life advice. My my life advice for everybody. And uh, I I do have to go pretty soon, but I'll, I'll yep. leave everybody with this piece of wisdom: never have a photo or video where your chin and your ankles are in view in the same frame. Just <laughs> never do it. Good that's, life advice, guys. That's that's Good why you tell advice. eighteen year olds to send titty pictures, not to put their face in them, so that way nobody knows who it is. Yeah. There was a problem no. in the COD community a, a few years ago. I fly a line eye. He was a COD commentator. He used to sit there and post videos all of the time. He was on PKA numerous times, and then he started doing chatterbait streams to like increase monetary value. And they figured out exactly who it was by the doorknob on the wall and the <laughs> wall paint. So mm, then Keemstar, shout out Keemstar, um, decided to call his um, officer in the Air Force, call his wife, and go through everybody and get it completely figured out that that's exactly what was going on. Nick said he had to leave at 1145. So thank, thank you, you for very much, Whoa. Nick. <laughs> obviously we've been in talks for months now so yeah. obviously the shit's amazing. out of the bag i've had contact with nick for a while we've been in contact with both for both shows thank you very much nick for coming on the 99 percent of the chat this isn't for you guys thank you very much anybody who hasn't subscribed to nick please subscribe to nick he's at yep. ricardo law go on youtube go check out twitch YouTube. go check out twitter and go follow him and make sure that everything is good I know some of you guys are going to leave, probably most of you, but I'm going to say thank you very fucking much because in all honesty, this stream is going to go off and I'm going to ball my eyes out because I've had a hell of a past two weeks. Thank you. Thank you very fucking much because this has been amazing. Don't leave yet. Finish the show. Come over to me when these guys are done. Yep. Uh, Because you know me. I'm going to be late to my own stream anyway. Uh, (laughs) Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Love to chat more in the future. Yeah. I want to ask more about like your history of getting into law and stuff, man. Get a little more. It was a really great talk, man. It was nice meeting you. Hell yeah. Anytime. Zach, hit me up. and Any of your uh, other one for sure. Do you use Twitter? Any social medias you would like to plug? Oh yeah, I'm Ricada Law. I'm now Ricada Law on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. So you can Ricada find me Law on everything. Any of those. You can find me on the Fediverse, Ricada Law at verified.af if you guys go federated. Um, you can find me on Gab and Minds. I don't pay attention to them though, so like don't bother. And probably and I know they're still right? active. Gab's yeah. been yeah, also uh also cucksergreat.com. 
Uh, it's it's really fantastic. Also, I love <laughs> I love cuckoldry.com. Also, pegmebigdaddy.com. Also, those. check out his chatterbait. It's coming up. <laughs> and OnlyFans because he has to sell those law stories somewhere. Make sure to check him out. Thank you guys for coming. It's been thank a you, fucking man. blast. We're going to finish out this next yep, half have hour. Have a good one. Just thank you. Thank close you, the tab right later, guys. Yep. Peace. Thank you, Nick, man. So, obviously, holy fucking hell, that was insane. I, I know that most people are going to leave, but that we appreciate it, everybody. Everybody's hanging shit. out, man. Thank you, yeah. guys. Yeah, goddamn. Rakita um, Law is a great guy. He had that, um, wow. I, I hope we're able to talk to him further because uh, yeah, I want to learn more like about to go into definitely go yeah. into depth more. No, yeah. definitely. So, there was a couple topics that I had in the Discord I wanted to talk about. Let's Just minimize drama. that and let's see what the fuck I said. Have you? Have either of you guys seen the the new um, Mark Rober video? No, because my wife keeps falling asleep. Oh. Damn it! Oh, did she want to watch it without her? <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it next week. We'll talk. No, um, we can talk about it, but I'm, I just haven't seen it yet. I don't want to spoil you, it. It's so good. Damn, man! I want to watch it so bad. Fuck! Karis keeps falling asleep. She's asleep have right you now. guys seen the oh. new? Um, she's pregnant. It is what it is. Yeah. The new Kingsman movie. I don't know what the fuck no. that is. Oh, Kingsman! You've great, never seen the Kingsman seen the series. series? Kingsman. The, the first Kingsman? two movies no. are yes, they're like James Bond except funny. So they, they go through the entire <laughs> story of like this kind of it's spy true. federation that's not that's a good aligned with it, a specific um, country, and they kind of dictate themselves on who's the bad guy and try and save the world in different ways. They attack the Americans. They attack fucking everybody. Um, they go through the newest one and went kind of a different direction, which. Some people, I guess, didn't like, but they kind of like based it around history, which was amazing to me mm -hmm. because I'm trying to talk to history guys about having them on and trying to right. have like in-depth conversations about history as well. So they had people like uh, Rasputin. They had the dude who killed Franz Ferdinand as like different people, mm -hmm. the uh, different people that were trying to enact negative things in the world. And then they have to go through and kill all of them. And then like, it's figured out who the head of all of them was. I really, really thoroughly liked the third movie. I'm not going to spoil it. Is it brand new? Uh, it's brand new, but I can uh, probably show it in a stream if you want to watch it. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't really watch know, new stuff often. The only thing I've seen that's even remotely new is the new Jackass. That's about it. Um, these movies are, the first two are very, very fun and entertaining. This third one, I if really you understand like history, two. it's very, very, very good. It's cool. a great fucking time. Um, I did I did post in the Discord, when does life feel real? Because I, I was having like this, uh, I don't want to say psychosomatic, but like very, very internal conversation with myself about like, when does life feel like it's going to be okay? Because what the fuck like everything always feels either negative or extremely positive yeah but everything kind of feels vague there's always it, not that hue to everything where everything's kind of super super in depth of like yeah there, there's always not that payoff to every I, I feel like i say this a lot but i'm going to repeat it um i everybody kind of seems to think that the next person or anybody that they look of as above them knows where they're going when honestly, mm -hmm. when you talk to people, nobody has a, a fucking clue. Like yeah. everybody's just kind of bumbling sure through will. life, stumbling their way. And everybody's climbing a ladder. Mm -hmm. 
there's no devoted path when you're a kid you think you know there's just this devoted path to life that people take and they they end up as adults um when it's it's so much more niche than that i feel like zach maybe you're talking about kind of like it's almost in life it's sort of like you wake up every day and you're just climbing you know what i mean i don't know how to put it when when do when do you feel in life like you can just sit down and take a breath and be satisfied you know, yeah, because when, like, when do I feel like I've got a moment of completion, you know, and if that, you're, that, if you you're not doing better every like. day, you're always frozen. You're always stuck in the same place. You're, you're never moving forward. But at the same time, if you sit here and you freeze for a day, that's a free, that's a day where there's no growth. That's a day where you sit here and you struggle or you go backwards. And, and yes, there's time. days, there's days that are bad. There's days that are negative, but that doesn't mean that it's a, a complete waste or a complete shit day. You still have improvement. You still have movement. It's just like, it's not necessarily when does it feel like everything is going to be okay. It's just like, when does it, when does it get that HD texture that everybody kind of acts like it's already there? And I don't know if that's Mm. depression talking. I don't know what the hell that is, but it's just like, there's, there's not that like enlightenment to life unless everything's close to the end. And so many people kind of like look back at their life and, oh, it's fucking amazing. And maybe that's the way to tell that it's over. But days get better every day, but there's still no HD texture to it. There's no everything's great. Yeah. Everything's perfect. Life nothing real ever will be. And I feel like this is more of a product of our modern age is that people present perfect lives a lot of the Absolutely. time. And I think that's um, a large reason why narcissism and depression and things like this are on the rise. I think a lot of it has to do with social media and the fake appearances and the lack of true humanity that we really display. Mm-hmm. Because those and, of us and, who are living in real, dirty, gritty, honest humanity don't live like that. And it feels inferior at times to people, you know? And I'd not to put us on a high horse, which the statements can do, but like, I feel like that's what we do differently is we try to be honest with people and show our struggles. And Zach's really great about this. I'm less so, but I, you know, I'm out there trying and we're, we're trying to be real with people and not, not portray something that we're not. Fake doesn't help, bro. No, if you're open and you're willing to speak on things, not only will people more likely listen to you, but there's also, you're, you're taking that ammo away from somebody who might not like you. If Absolutely. somebody comes up to me and says that I'm a, a depressed fucking douchebag who only complains about his mom and his and his childhood, yeah, you're you're boiling me down to the most minuscule fucking ideals. Yeah, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what you think at that point. That's all you have, and then it's dismissive. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I, if you get me into a specific conversation at that point, you're going to lose. You're going to lose every single step of the way at that point it's taking away every single step and argument you specifically have, but it's, it's just so weird looking at things and and understanding, you know, things are growing, things are getting better. Things are expanding every single time. Absolutely. It's just weird where that correlates and where that connects. Um, Josh, I know you said, sent that privately. I'm going to address that for a second. I don't care about partnering that much. I understand. Yes, there, there's not that much change, but I would rather make it off of merit and people staying and people enjoying the content than having huge guests every single time and it only growing mm-hmm. because of guests. I want them to stay because of us and come because of them. 
Yeah. Oh, I understand. Stay because Absolutely. of the conversation. Stay because of the the intent of what it is, and that's what matters. Like partner is nothing but a check mark. It doesn't add any validation to my. Turns life. out, even though the rumor is different. <laughs> yeah, like it, find it out. just it doesn't add any validation. It just doesn't. Like you're gonna say that I'm big on Twitch, but in the grand scheme of things, if I streamed right after the show is over, I'm gonna get five people. I'm going to get 10 people. And you know what? I'm going to They're going to be happy to be there. And have fun. And I'm going to be happy regardless of how many people are in here. I don't honestly care. I'm thankful for every single one of you. And there, there is very, very few people that have that same intent of like, hey, I don't care if there's one person watching and it's my mom, which is fucking weird. Or there's 2,000 people watching. <laughs> it's just the intent and the caring very very similar to josh and i would assume very similar to myth when he decides to start streaming it's just the years. intent of you specifically being here is the most amazing feeling in the fucking world i agree it, for two years i didn't have a check mark and that didn't mean my community didn't rock even without a even without the check mark we were rocking you know speaking of me starting streaming josh let's get the faction server going i'm gonna be putting in 12 hour days live bro <laughs> oh shit we're gonna be streaming huh <laughs> All right, well, don't let anybody know how to work the uh, the secret redstone doors, man. We need you to make some I secret will. redstone doors, you know, because yeah, uh, I, I found an enemy. So Those will be black I do want to say oh, this nice. to, to all of us why this is open before we go into the final kind of segment we've been doing. We were top on Twitch in podcasts and talk shows the entire uh-huh. fucking show. Wow. Hey. The entire Thank you, God of Monopoly. Thank you, everybody. Thing. Mm-hmm. Thank there you, is, everybody. There is only a few shows that can genuinely do that. And I think at some point, regardless of how many people stick around or don't stick around, I think there's people that not only enjoyed the conversation, but the people that stick around might actually be able to get something and change their life and actually enact change in some way. That they're able to get bigger and be a better person or make a better life because of things that we say. So thank you, every single fucking one of you. And Drapsky, fuck you. We're not bringing back Void. Maybe for episode 100. <laughs> episode episode Void's a great dude. We're back for guest episode, but... Oh, wait, guest wait, episode. When, when we get sponsored by a Delta 8 company. Yeah, we'll, we'll have, we'll <laughs> have a Delta advertisement. on, you know. I always it thought that'd be great. Is. Like, if, if we ended up getting through with that Delta 8 sponsor, he hasn't wrote me back in a while now, but wouldn't the best sponsor be, like, a, just an, a two-hour episode of us just completely silent, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I feel like we just have a lot of space talk and it'd, it'd be really stupid in hindsight yeah, right. but we'd have we'd a great like, time doing it we'd be like string theory bro <laughs> there's all three dimensions and let me tell you this the sales of that delta 8 company would skyrocket oh, yeah. feel free to choose a number in between 1 and 44 because i'm lazy and i kind of want to talk about the story you brought up before we went about live arson. Oh, no, you guys want to you guys want to go arson? Ooh. No, wait. What was the one you talked about before we went live? Oh, before we went that... live, he talked about his mother falling for a Nigerian prince. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it is with that. I never met anybody <laughs> fell for that scam, dude. Uh, so so feel free to choose either a Nigerian prince scam or a arson story. You guys go through and decide right now. Um, if we want to run well a poll done. in the chat, go ahead and feel free to do that. Uh, give you guys like two minutes to figure out what the hell we're doing. 
I, I think Nigerian Prince chat. I really want to hear about this Nigerian Prince because I've never heard of anybody falling for do, it. Do we have a poll going or should I start? No. Fly, dude. This fly has been driving me insane, Zach. You got to edit the fly out, all right? I need you to painstakingly go through every two hours and remove the fly. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just going to put a box. Here, Josh. I'll, it's going to be a box. Like a big censored box. Yeah. Oh. You know, there you go. Censored. That's better. There you go, Josh. I censored it for you. Making me dizzy, dog. Holy shit. Swing me around. All right, dude. I, All I right. Everybody's saying Prince. Prince. Yeah. Everybody's okay, saying Prince. Nigerian Prince. How did? Okay. No, I've never met anybody f- that fell for the scam, dude, or heard of it. No offense. Mom, if you're listening, no offense. Fucking love you. I guess I'm frozen. I'm I'm lagging. If you guys can't no, see me or hear me, okay. It should clear up in a second. Yeah. It should clear up in a second. Um. So, mom, love you. If you're still listening, you're probably not. But let's talk about a Nigerian Prince scam. So, oh no! There, there was a very, very long period of time where me and my mom were butting heads, and, and we were going back and forth and struggling very, very hard in our relationship to do with money and stuff like that. So we we were constantly butting heads, butting heads, butting heads. They ended up deciding to move in with us because they were homeless, and and I didn't agree with this at the time, but my wife was like, you know, you. We, we have to be the better person here and allow them in our house so that way they're mm-hmm. not homeless. So at this point, my mom comes to me and my wife and says, hey, I'm seeing somebody else. We're getting a divorce and shit isn't really working out. Also, probably not my story to tell, but you know what? Fuck it. She can be <laughs> mad at me. Um it is what it is. Mom's gonna start uh, her own podcast and <laughs> exactly just just expose me. It's fine. Um, no, I I've had a full on sh- video on my channel about this entire story where I like bashed my mother over Eminem's cleaning out my closet. There's some really funny jokes in there. Some really really ones that should have cut deep that didn't, and ones that stuck out that didn't. It was weird. Um, so she moved in with us and essentially admitted to going out of her relationship to find happiness and that caused a lot of strain on so our she was in a relationship when she got this nigerian email or We're nigerian getting okay. so that that breaks up her marriage obviously because when you're in a relationship whether one side wants to work it out or not it just mm-hmm. happens it, it breaks the relationship completely or it gets fixed this Absolutely. didn't get fixed so she was dating her lawn man that ended up being like somebody who tried to uh, rent them a, an apartment in front of him and his wife. Super complicated story. I called them out and I wrote the the mother of the dude's kid. Hey, this is what's going on. Figured you should know. Huh. You know, made the pun of the Facebook account. Uh, Nick Green, because, you know, my name <laughs> <laughs> um was it so, nic without the k or the H? yeah <laughs> it was full on yeah so we go through and we uh they they end up moving out and uh about a month later we completely cut to all ties like the decisions you're making are dangerous the things you're doing are dangerous and logical uh, yes mm-hmm. I, I don't agree she messages back with but i love michael and I was like, who the fuck is Michael? Because both of them were named Michael. And uh, <laughs> she sends me a picture of the, the blackest person with kids I've ever seen in my life. 
<laughs> it was it was a Zoom call, so the entire screen was black except his eyes and his teeth. And this dude was from Kenya, Africa, so there was no light in the room. And she was zooming a real person, though. This yes. guy was okay. I mean, zooming that's, a real person—that's a little better than what happens on Catfish, yeah. I guess. No, it, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm listening. So my mom's been on disability because of mental health reasons and her weight and stuff like that. So she's on a very, 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 very fixed income. Also, comment to the chat. Prediction, Zach was the Nigerian scammer. No, there is a 0% <laughs> chance that is a joke to the story. There is a 0% chance I ever want to see my mother's pussy in my life. Oh, God. I promise you. Oh, that that's where the story's where going. going. I don't, Listen, I don't think you could if you wanted to, honestly. It is what it is. <laughs> so, back to what I was saying. <laughs> um, sorry, getting overwhelmed. The viewership getting to me. Um, so she uh, she messages me and she started sending not only her check, but my sister's disability check to him. Dude, oh, um, oh my God, bro. He had her good. So hundreds sad, man. and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So was this what was the purpose to bring was him this to, to support him? Or right, yeah. was he was it like a classic Nigerian scam? Like he was promising no. something in return. Well, there's two parts of it, and that's the that's the more fucked up thing. This is screwed, bro. First part, obviously. He needed the money. He's in fucking Kenya. No, there's nothing. There's nothing that's going on. And no, I'm not off my medication, actually. I was medicated today. Go fuck yourself. Love you, Murph. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we, we, we looked at this situation, was interacting with some of our family, and we got more information than what obviously we wanted. We go through and we, uh, we get some information. Obviously, he needs the money because he lives in Africa, and he was intending to move here with his kids. His six kids that were under six. Six children under six. Wow. And then I saw screenshots of this. So obviously not fake. Every other person other than me is very, 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 very bad with computers in my family. All of them are computer illiterate. There was screenshots of text messages that he needed a liver. Oh, what? Oh. Which is the Nigerian scam that everybody knows of. The Morgan whole, stealing? I need a liver, blah, 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 blah. Were they literally trying to get her liver, though? Who the fuck knows? Is that the ultimate goal? Like, I, I getting... think they were trying to get money from her then, in, in using it as liver? a sympathetic leverage. Then okay. he started commenting on all of the pictures of my sisters. My kids. Oh, Saying my beautiful princesses, my beautiful queen, and like, everything. Like he else. was involved, like he was in the mix, just talking like that. Yes. Oh hell no. Nah. So still to this day, my mom has a tattoo of Michael across her chest. <laughs> I mean, fucking have you showed her the song Pute by Eminem? Can't believe I went and did this stupid shit again. My next girlfriend now her name's gotta be Ken. She just gotta find it. So hey Michael. <laughs> So the more fucked up part. <laughs> a Drapsky looking at you. <laughs> I thought that this was really, really funny. 
And I guess it's kind it's of sad, race baity. But when all of this happened and we started interacting again, I sent her all of the compilation of Ugandan Knuckles. <laughs> like, do you want to deal with this for the rest of your life? You disrespect my queen. I spit on you. I spit on you. <laughs> Thank you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.